I once knew a Ted from Manhattan who took loads of shit on the gram. He sent it with stickers and a note to be sicker. His switchback tails weren't nearly bams. I once knew a skater from Tempe who talked until he was unhappy. His favorite trick was to sack on his dick and to roll off the rail from his pee-pee. What's up, skaters? Welcome back to episode 13 of Vent City. Uh, back on the pod, we have got Ted Barrow, Hello. Kristen Ebling, Alex White, my new team manager, and Ted Schmitz. That's me. How y'all doing? Awesome. <laughs> really Pretty good. good. The majority not of us are always. wearing yellow hats. We got four out of five yellow hats. Yeah, I missed you guys. The last episode was great. I just got to say that on air. Got a lot out of it. And what did you, you like? Too. Yeah, I don't know. As someone who's uh, wanted to go to therapy several times in my life, but has uh, never taken the plunge, uh, it was really nice to hear about everyone's perspectives. Um, and obviously, like destigmatizing it is a big part of it, and the financial burden is part of that. And also, um, I really like what Kristen said about like there being different models for therapy and. Uh, because that's something that I I feel like is a big stress point for me is the optics of like having to go into a room and uh, unravel myself before someone I don't have any sort of relationship with sounds extremely scary. Well, let's just talk about what's good. Speaking of access to therapy, being skaters is Skaters for Bernie, which I have submitted many memes to and have not been posted. <laughs> And I am getting very, very angry with. Um, but the mission's good, uh, you know, and as far as the social media account can be um, used for activism and mobilization. Um, can you imagine a skater who's not down for Bernie? We, I think we spent a lot of time exploring skateboarders who aren't down for Bernie on this Mikey thing. Taylor? Did. Yeah. Yes. And I think it, he's more of a Bloomberg guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just, I can't imagine, like, somebody who's kind of primary activity and, like, source of, you know, exercise or whatever is not down for Bernie. Like, who the fuck is like, you know what? I really like having a $6,000 deductible. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, it seems obvious. It seems good. It seems right. Um, maybe there's, like, a really, like, brainy skater out there, like, uh who just really feels comfortable navigating bureaucracy and is like, well, I like Warren's Medicare for all where it's like, yeah, they it's, want it's got a bunch of like stop gaps that I could find my way right into. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I love navigating the marketplace. Mm -hmm. I'm happy she's going to wait three years to uh, try and implement Medicare for all. <laughs> love government websites. God. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know. Um, not, you know, not coming down on anybody if they're a Warrenite, but um, I think if you're a skater, um, it seems pretty obvious uh, what benefits you personally 
um, have to have to take from voting for Bernie. And, you know, if you're just a purely individual thinking um, voter, it seems obvious that your Medicare, your Medicare, your fucking health care uh, should be a high or top priority. Um, and then what's also awesome is that he's also the best for uh, for your community and the people around you, um, giving them higher wages and health care. And so whether you're an individual voter or a group voter, it seems pretty obvious. I want to ask everybody here about the 2020 presidential campaign, because we all love talking about that. I live for it. What do y'all think? Kristen, you go first. Well, Who's your candidate? Choose your I'm fighter. A, I'm a skater for Bernie. Um, <laughs> and my main reasoning is just the healthcare issue. Um, just as a skateboarder, as somebody that uh, just recently uh, got health insurance for the employees of Skate Like a Girl, um, I'd hope that we wouldn't have to pay nice. for that for very much longer. It's not the best use of our small but mighty budget. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... Yeah, I just definitely think like skaters everywhere can kind of, you know, understand that, you know, our healthcare system is flawed and, you know, it's like, I always think about health insurance, like it's not an iPod, like it's like, you can just like take it or leave it, like it's not going to like ruin, you know, your life if you don't have an iPod, but like it could ruin your life to have health insurance or not. So I just don't think it makes sense to have health insurance be part of capitalism um, as much, you know, it should be removed as much as possible from that and guaranteed as a human right to myself and you know my fellow americans so that's why i'm for bernie sure ted barrow uh i'm definitely encouraged by hearing all of you describe um in optimistic tones your support of bernie i'm i'm still on the fence i mean i don't have anyone else in mind i'm just generally hopeless (laughs) and i don't want that to turn into apathy it's actually much more help it's very helpful for me to just listen to you all. Um, So my strong opinion is one of despair, but I'm, (laughs) but, but I do, I absolutely agree with everything you said, Kristen, about, about healthcare being the main issue and that being the thing that can, that we can most, that can bring all of us in. Um, I need to do a lot more research and a lot more thinking about this uh, before I, I kind of talk about my political position. Not that yeah, I'm, I can. Re- you know, what I mean, like I'm, I, I don't. I just, I, I, I have very strong doubts uh, that I don't think are like really good for me to like voice in this forum of of like his electability. Yes. So I'm. Um, oh, I guess th- you do have strong doubts. I think <laughs> that he is. I, I think electability arguments are pretty silly, but um, I do think that he is probably the most electable candidate. But I think you might be right. I, I hope I, you're right. I also that's not the reason why I think that we should support him, and I also am not very optimistic that we're going to pass anything like student debt cancellation or Medicare for all, but. Bernie is the only person who is running a movement campaign that is organizing masses of people around the country and is been proven to fight for the issues that are going to support working people. Skaters are part of that coalition. To consider is like people don't understand just like how inherently right wing the U.S. is in general, like on foreign policy, on healthcare. Like when you talk to 
people in other countries about these issues. They're like, what the fuck? You pay $300 a month for health insurance and then have a $10,000 deductible and then you still have a $50 copay and it's a nightmare to navigate your uh, your provider. You know, it's like, it's really hard to even grasp like what is possible. And, you know, Bernie's not a radical. We, <laughs> he's not an, an activist. He's someone who's running to... Uh, you know, manage the harm that the U.S. inflicts upon people, and I, at least in my eyes, he's the person who's who's probably gonna inflict the least amount of harm on people, and hopefully fight the very powerful interests that are so corrosive in our society. So you're talking about the lesser of twelve evils. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just I, I I don't think that hopelessness and despair is a good position to take and i and i do really it's the only ethical and responsible thing for me to do is to learn more so i appreciate this um however i also just i somehow think that like we like the at least the left as a political party if, which is even hard to describe it as such well there's also no political party that yeah, defines the left yeah right so we're like one gutted of ideology and like a message and two, like our strategy, the strategy of the left historically has been at this point co-opted by the far right. Um, then they are so much better at like, um, the fact that when we say populist now, populist often means like racist, like (laughs) how, when when did that have that have, that's been something that has completely reversed over the last three decades, but is like so extreme now that like, even just this notion of like um, free healthcare or <laughs> like it's changing the system gets read by the rest of the by a lot of the country as socialist, and socialist is painted with a very broad brush as you know evil, cold, cold war, like Eastern Bloc, like gulag, Soviet style communism. Yeah, and and so it's just you know again I I. Yeah, yeah. That the, that the fight for decommodified healthcare is a fight for socialism, which it is not. It's, yeah, you know, it is important in in decommodifying a huge sector that is run by capital, but it's not. Yeah, the 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 issues that Bernie's campaign are fighting for are like largely reforms against like thirty years of an onslaught of just dismantling public infrastructure. You know, yeah, and like they're it's scraps. You know. Well, I also just. I don't know. I'm obviously very clearly not an expert about this, but I also sort of think that a lot of what our our progressive social policies that were put in place in the beginning of the 20th century um, excluded, like, you know, like we're also unfortunately very racist, also relied on a domestic industrial economy, which we no longer have. And yeah. and so it's it's even like it's very hard to find a solution uh, to imagine a feasible solution. That's the root of my despair. But I agree that I'd rather, you know, I think Bernie's the only sane candidate or sane choice for a candidate. Absolutely. But I am say that with a lot of trepidation. We can cut all this out too. No, <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, Alex, what, uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I, I feel like Bernie's just been the most persistent and, right by history side he's always kind of been on the right side of history since the civil rights movement and Mm -hmm. i 
trust him as much as I trust a politician that I don't know. Yeah. But historically, I just feel like unless a Republican runs against Donald Trump, we are not going to see a Democrat win next year. Yeah. Um, historically, if a Republican doesn't run against an incumbent, then the incumbent will win. Yeah, tr- Trump does have this feeling of being unbeatable. He's got like a a magic shield around him or something. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. You know, sorry. Also, like since I was born, like every president's like served eight eight years, two terms back to back. So this is your I'm fault. Not, <laughs> it is <laughs> since um, you were born, Kristen. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here to own that it's my fault. Um, no, the way that I see like America is like it just kind of is this like pendulum that shifts just a little bit every eight years and gives a little crumbs to this side, a little bit of crumbs to that side. But ultimately, the rich just keep getting richer. Welfare yeah. keeps getting cut. Yeah. Fucking bullshit like NAFTA keeps happening. Like it's just like shit just it just compounds, you know, and it's in, in a lot of ways, like we got to not be super like disillusioned with this whole like two party system just in general. It's just set up for failure because either side is just kind of fighting for crumbs mm-hmm. and they like to divide us on really specific um, issues related to if you're like religious or you're gay or like whatever. Yes. But yeah. the, the whole point is like we're all in the same boat as working class people and it's sinking. And I do feel like Bernie's really the only a uh, person that could beat Trump. I mean, not only in those polls that you've seen, I'm sure on CNN or whatever, when you're eating dinner at your parents' house. Um, <laughs> Cause none of us, let's be honest, yeah. none of us have cable. My it's the, it's parents there at, have Fox news. It's on. there at the airport, but yeah. Yeah. It's at the airport. It's at your parents' house for me. But, um, yeah, I just think Bernie's really the only one that can win because the way that he speaks and the issues that he brings up really do speak to all people. It is very universal. Um, mm-hmm. and like, that's also why I, you know, I'm going to cast my vote that way. You know, I also have a lot of friends that choose to not vote for their various politics. And I think that's awesome. Um, they're, you know, more interested in direct action and sure, that's, yeah. that's really powerful and really awesome too. Um, just where I'm at though, is I'm like, I don't know, there's a lot of people in the last, you know, couple hundreds of years that have fought really hard for different identity groups to have the right to vote. And although not everyone can vote um, in this country and it's not equitable and fair, um, especially for people that have been formerly incarcerated or people that are immigrants or things like that. They have limited um, rights. But for me, I have the privilege and power to vote and I'm going to vote. So that's kind of my meaning and my reasoning um, behind actually, you know, making sure that I vote at the same time, also not being, you know, disillusioned and thinking that, um, you know, it's it's some silver bullet that's going to save us all. I think everyone needs to be mm-hmm. actively engaged in their communities, talking to each other, educating each other. And through a variety of different tactics, we can change our world. It's not just going to be one thing. So, yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't have to be one or the other. You know, I think that you can understand that presidential politics is about harm reduction and you don't need to be a shill for the Democratic Party or think that Bernie is kind of the the savior who's going to save us all. But I think that a lot of people have been radicalized by uh, leftist or progressive politics in the last five years and understand that like, yeah, the world we want to live in is beyond Bernie. And if you can use his campaign to educate people and inform them about, you know, the history of labor in this country um, and what our foreign policy does globally, you know, like, yeah, use him as a tool and move past him. That's fine. Like I I sympathize with people who who abstain from voting, but I also think that um 
you know, it's possible to support Bernie's campaign and do direct action. And oftentimes the people I know who do that um, or who, who have kind of like worked for his campaign or were kind of radicalized by his 2016 campaign, that that was because like he was such a prominent voice in the media and all around us that it kind of drew a lot of focus on those issues, which are super important. Healthcare, you know, public infrastructure, foreign policy, things like that. That's I good. wholeheartedly agree. And yeah. if you tell us that, well, it's not free because he raises taxes, look at your goddamn health insurance bill. Take that away. I think that for me, too, the the important thing about Bernie is like he's running a campaign that is like antagonistic against the the corporate interests that are making our lives increasingly more miserable and no one else is doing that. Like if you're not abolishing like wholeheartedly private health insurance, you're not like we're not getting Medicare for all. Yeah. And you're also, not going to get a decent healthcare system. Didn't he promise to give every single American one pair of state shoes? <laughs> Are you sure they're not Savier's? They're they're re they're repurposed Savier's. Okay, cool. It, it's a make work program uh, that that he invented. Uh, hey, if if it's like democratically owned by the workers of the factory, I'm in. Yeah, I don't care what shoes they are. Yeah, if you're if you're apolitical and you have the time to to do a little research, or if you've been Warren curious, I, I encourage you to. You know, look at look at Bernie's foreign policy. Look at Warren's foreign policy. There's only one candidate that is at least decent on the issues. And I said this, but it got cut. But if you talk to skaters who live in other countries, specifically countries that have been targeted by the U.S. military, you're going to get, you know, like when I was in Palestine just a week ago, people are asking me about Bernie's campaign. And Bernie's not great on Palestine. Uh, but the fact is, is that the bar is really low. And people have felt intimately that their lives have been wrecked by both Democrat or Republican presidents and that whatever they can do to help get someone in power that is going to minimize the harm that, you know, the U.S. war machine inflicts upon people, that's uh, that's meaningful. And those people can't vote in our elections, you know? So yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah. Like, we have the power to, to change things. Yeah. So if this message resonates with you, go to... Joe, uh, five o oh, oh. five o no malarkey <laughs> at joe.org. Yeah, sick. What else is good out there? What's good in the world? Uh, I'm skating for the next. What is it? Skate for thirty one. Oh yeah, yeah. Skate for thirty. I don't want to jinx you, but doesn't this always end in sorrow? No. No. I, someone it, just posted on Twitter that they already got hurt from doing this. Because <laughs> everyone in the Northwest does this, right? The 30 days of skate in December? Uh, not in December. It doesn't really matter what month, but yeah. Okay. I mean, there was one month where I did a whole month of skating in June. And then uh, I met Andrew Cannon at like Dew Tour or something like that. And we were like skating. And he's like, I'm going to go on a run later. I'm like, you're motivating. So I like went on a run with him for like three miles, hadn't run in months and then continued to try to skate every day. And that's when I saw you, I think Ryan for the first time. Anyways, it was like a couple days after that. And I'm like, fuck my knees hurt. But like, I wasn't stretching, wasn't drinking water. I was acting like I was 13. And when you're 30, you cannot do I that. I just blame, blame Andrew Cannon for that. That's Andrew's fault. I I was yeah, gonna say, Andrew, I'm going to send you an invoice. God, that he's guy. He's too motivated. Yeah, way too motivated. He hit me up at noon to skate today, and I was like, no, <laughs> I am in bed. <laughs> oh, you busted him, too, because he works remotely. 
I sit next I to know. him now. He is hyped. <laughs> Yeah, he goes, lunch break sesh, let's get this. And I was like, no, I took a Benadryl last night. Like, I'm in for another hour. I got lunch with him too. And he's like, yeah, we just finished our album. I'm like, what the fuck? You're in a band that's producing albums? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that guy. I like that you called me the other night, Ted, at uh, 9.30 at night. And you're like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm actually in bed. I'm about to go to sleep. And he goes, at 9.30 p.m. (laughs) And then just hangs up the phone. (laughs) (laughs) That was, that was... As I'm like, disappointing. I'm like, as I'm like yeah, the Ted. Amount, uh, let's catch up at system. six when you're uh, when you're in bed, <laughs> and I'm waking up. <laughs> um, yeah. So, are you gonna do it? Hell yeah. I mean, I'm three days in, so <laughs> we'll find out. I also had to wake up at six a.m. to launch some Giving Tuesday. Oh, me too. Crap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to all my social skate projects out there. Hope yeah. you had a great Giving Tuesday. All right. Let's mobilize and... for Giving Tuesday. It comes out next week. <laughs> I, yeah, I wrote something about this, but I'm like, I don't know if the wall-to-wall emails and tweets I'm getting from all my friends' social skate projects about Giving Tuesday is like awesome, and I'm like, sick. There's all these community projects, or if it's just like, man, we live in a bleak world where everyone is just having to ask for money for these projects that just should just be publicly funded. <laughs> and I feel like but it just that's gets... true. But I guess what's cool is that we only have one day that we have to do it. Like, that's how I see it. I'm like, this is the one day I ask my friends to donate. Yeah. That's it. That's true. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And you should, I mean, it's cool to support uh, community projects your friends are doing. Mm-hmm. I'd- It'd be better if you just didn't have to ask for money, though, you know? That's facts. It's way better than on uh, last Friday, on Black Friday, when I got an email from every vendor I've ever bought something from in my entire life. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. I got a Chipotle Black Friday email. I don't know what the fuck that was about. <laughs> Dude, I probably got one from, from Veggie Girl. I should check. <laughs> Ted, what is what is good for you in your dark apartment in New York winter? Not much. No. Um, I filmed <laughs> I filmed a part <laughs> last Damn, hell in the, yeah. in the, this month, or like three and a half minutes of skating Lurkers my plaza. three? Basically. But it's Can all you qualify part? I'm interested in this. Um, all right. Like it had a concept. It's all at one spot and it's all street. And um, it's a combination of lines and single tricks and curbs and benches. That's VX? Phone? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah camera. Camera. VX. Something. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, do, you, do you do that with okay. Urker Lou? He was there for part of it. He's a guest trick. Um, but I did it with this kid, Greg. It lives in my neighborhood that skates that wanted to film a video about skating on the Upper West Side. I got my last trick, which I'd been battling, and I haven't mm-hmm. worked this hard on a trick since I don't remember when. I don't think ever. Um, <laughs> and I, I I put it down on the last day of November. Put it down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You, you, laid it, you laid it down? You good, bro? It took me nine <laughs> hours to do it. Skating oh. and, and, the se- and the day I did it, it was like frigid cold. Um, I cannot skate in the cold. <laughs> Fuck that. Mark yeah, Sucha it- comes out to you from behind a bush. He's like, Ted, you got this. Here's, here's a cup of coffee. <laughs> 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 uh, and uh, I was really excited about that. And then the next day, it, it, it like was, it started snowing and it's December, you know? It's God. A, it's wow. kind of perfect. I'm, I'm stoked on that. Yeah. The astonishment people have when I tell them it's 120 out and I'm like, nah, I, like I'm just inside and then like we can skate at night. Uh, the astonishment that they have when I tell them how hot it gets here is my exact reaction when you tell me that there's any, just any iota of snow in the air. I'm like, 
there's frozen ice there there's frozen water like covering your entire ground no unlivable <laughs> can't can't no human being can go there sorry yeah <laughs> it was really nice because it, it was still warm when i started filming it and it was one of the coldest days of the year when i finished filming it and it felt like it had a nice uh completion oh that's awesome yeah like a, a seasonal end yeah and now I can just not skate and uh, bask in my glory and then be sad. Wait, so when does it come out and where, where does it debut? I don't know. I, you know, we, we're still waiting on like this other kid to film a part and we want to put it, it's probably gonna take a few months. He wants to release it in the spring and I think that's absurd, but you know, I, apparently I'm not king of the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's probably, he's probably right, but maybe not. Um, it's part of a whole video. But it was a fun thing to work on because otherwise November was kind of uh, dreary. Sweet. Well, goddamn, yeah. congrats. Thanks, yo. <laughs> Alex, how's the job? Uh, uh, you have been killing it as the Crux TM. I'm just basking in uh, royalty checks and travel budget. <laughs> <coughs> um, no, Yet but I'm skating his old thunders. No, no. but honestly, like you've been uh, one of the more responsive team managers I think I've ever had. And uh, I don't know if that's just because we do this show together or... She's um, a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the first uh, female brand manager and team manager at this company. Yeah, I think that that, that deserves I, some... Uh, almost any company yeah. in skating. I think that's almost awesome. anything. It's it's good. Um, I, I really like the job. Um, it's I think... I consider it um, very fortunate to work in skateboarding at all, to have a paying mm -hmm. job in it. And I don't take it for granted coming from selling homes like two weeks ago. And that's what Kristen's mom does. Um, it's really hard and it's a lot of slogging and unpredictable pay and dealing with people who you don't agree with their politics or their lives or their ideas of what's important. Mm -hmm. And then like I get down into skateboarding and, um, People are just doing cool shit right now, too. Like your project, yeah. which I'm going to pitch right now. <laughs> I'm going to lob over. <laughs> so I'm yeah. filming a video in Palestine. I mean, like, what the fuck, Ryan? Like, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. I, I'm happy yeah, to is. have the support of companies who understand the the value in doing things in a kind of non-traditional way. <laughs> You're exactly right, though. There are kind of like a lot of different types of people that are coming into skateboarding that are um, willing to work outside the bounds of what is like traditional advertising and stuff like that. So um, here's to Crux Memes 2020. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I should be pitching my fucking memes to. But yeah, um, I this this is a special episode because I am recording in both a knee brace and a cast because, uh, because I broke yeah I broke my finger in Palestine and they gave me a full arm cast um, but yeah I went out there for the last uh, pretty much all of November um, with a filmer and met up with Aram who we did the interview with and uh, a couple other friends uh, who live out there and we we made a video and I'm pretty stoked about it. Um, trip went well aside from, uh, you know, breaking my finger and spending a good portion of my night in a hospital and, uh, having to get it reset with no anesthetic, which was kind of scary, but honestly, uh, the best way to get it handled. Um, basically just like went into a hospital and a guy who was speaking Arabic to my friend, Mon just immediately grabbed my finger and for two minutes, 
pulled it in every single direction, crunched it in on itself, oh. twisted it uh, <laughs> as, as, the, as the bone reset. And uh, and then I left and it was 35 bucks. X-ray, cast, set, the whole nine yards, hospital visit. Um, and it was done. And then we put a cast on it and uh, skated like two days later. Holy shit. Um, but this I- ad was brought to you by Skaters for Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, it's like hard to even imagine. I told my friends there, I'm like, yeah, if I were to do this in the States, it would, you know, I had a friend actually hit me up and they're like, oh, that happened to me surfing out here. It cost me like a thousand dollars and I'm still paying it off. And yeah, people don't even understand. So you're saying we should, so you're saying America should be like Palestine. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the trip was awesome. And, uh, I kind of had this realization that I don't. A lot of the trips that I've been going on lately, pushing borders and that trip, I've like don't skate with people who are in the industry or people who are even pros. Um, and that can be good and bad, but um, it's definitely a totally different energy. And Aram was like filming with me and like getting way better at skateboarding. At, like in the three weeks that I was there, he like ollied a bump to bar and filmed like some a really sick line and uh. Yeah, did like a bunch of shit that really uh, surprised himself and it was really awesome to see. And it was nice to feed off that energy because I don't know. I mean, you all know how it is. You can get kind of jaded about skating. But yeah, I'm definitely feeling the same way that you are, Ted. Uh, I've like burnt myself the fuck out and we skated every single day for three straight weeks and didn't have any other skaters there. So it was like really intense um but really fun and the weather same thing changed the last week i was there it like turned to winter and that was really really fun but yeah by the time i left i man i've been so burnt out the last week i've been sleeping like 10 12 hours a a day and just trying to catch up sounds like a socialist (laughs) (laughs) who uh who was filming you Uh, out there I went with Eric Dinescu. Yeah, so CCS helped me pay for the trip. And then also Crux, shout out Alex, and a couple of my other sponsors. I just hit them up each for like a few hundred bucks. And it was my first time like organizing a trip and like a whole project by myself. And uh, I had my friend Kyle Seidler come out for like the first half because um, he Love wanted to Kyle. come. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, Clem, uh, Clement Legal from... France came out for the second half and so we shot like a whole article and uh now I'm like in the process of pitching that to Thrasher and like trying to find a a home for everything and uh yeah it's been fun I feel like I'm like I don't know I've never done this before myself and it's uh it's interesting to kind of navigate all of that like trying to find budget and getting music licensing and all that stuff which I've you know I talked about in the past is kind of a nightmare but um uh, you know, Thrasher and, and other companies have the resources to pay for those things. So that's that's nice. Um, Ted, what is Schmitz? You with you? Um, I don't know. There's been a shit ton of terrible skate media that is uninspiring and completely devoid of soul. And Baker 4 came out and I liked it because my former teammate, Sammy Baca, is in it. There was a small period of time when we <laughs> rode for the same shop in Las Vegas in 2007. Um, and uh, it's funny, I didn't see you in his thank yous at the end of the video. Uh, that was so fucked up, though. Like, 
Because <laughs> I mean, I said what's up to him uh, when I saw him in an in an ACDC shirt he hadn't washed in four months and girl pants at Desert Breeze Park in Vegas in 2005. So I think it's kind of fucked up he didn't thank me. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, um, yeah, that's a Ted. Ted was like, Sammy, you nolly healed into the big ditch. I nolly flipped into the big ditch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I fucking, I, I don't know. I, I had been anticipating Baker for for nearly three weeks uh, because I yeah. didn't know they were making it yeah. for fifteen years. That's like a lifetime. In uh, yeah, yeah. And- Everyone's like, "Damn, Baker, Baker three came out like fifteen years ago." I'm like, "Yeah," but then they did like fucking Bacon Destroy two Death Wish videos, like. Yeah. Well, they also did Baker Has a Death Wish, which for whatever reason, that was the first video that I had downloaded onto a computer. And I feel like I watched that one more than Baker 3 even. That's super lame of you. Uh, Yeah, no, because there's that there's that awesome Ellington part. And uh, that was in Antoine's prime. We know how that ends. He ends up on dog, which is like my favorite skate company. So like everything's all good. Uh, And uh yeah, I was feeling pretty good about it. I've had this feeling about Rowan Zarella though, where it's just like I don't want, I never want to be that dude who's like, that guy's a pro skater. He needs to fucking produce. But when Rowan had, but that his, guy's a pro skater and he needs. <laughs> yeah, but but when he came out with that Chep Dogs part, I was like, dude, this is unbelievable. What if you just untether this guy and he only has to skate? What does that look like? Um, and then he had a couple clips in Candyland, which were some of my favorite clips in the video and then he had that part and it was like my favorite skating in the video but like i just need more like i, I mean just need he, so much more from he, had, he also dropped a propeller part that's that was yeah that was when he really came into his own yeah um but you know it's been four years since propeller propeller yeah. was like a weirdly forgettable video of the decade for yeah. me yeah yeah I agree with that. I like remember the Dan Lube part intimately because it was a great song, and the rest of it I can't really remember anything. Yeah. It, did a, did Anthony Van England have a part in Propeller? Yeah, the oh, last yeah. part. Yeah, he did. He, he had got like a good that part. Year. That was that. That was that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I forgot got, about that he video. <laughs> wow. He got the lifetime achievement, Sody. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I think like I loved. I I think my favorite minute of the of Baker Four was the Nolly three, like Nolly cab flip down the double set to hill bomb by Rowan. That was sick. Yeah. And, uh, but like, I just don't think it was like a unified part. Not, but it was, every trick was yeah. amazing and it deserves multiple rewatches, but like he, I, I just, maybe this wasn't his moment to make a really good part. Cause he had like more than a few tricks. He, he had a part in, uh, blessed first of all. And yeah, he had more than a few tricks in Candyland. So he's been like putting shit out. Yeah. It, um, it's, I think I just like it's like sugar for me though. Like I just need it all the time. I just want it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> also, also like bless was last year this time, and that was a part. Wow, was that only a year ago? Yeah, I thought for some reason I thought bless came out in two thousand four. I don't no, know because Tyshawn is Sodi this year. Oh <laughs> right, wait, so we're just talking about Baker yeah, Four now? That video. Cool ruled i thought it lived up to my expectations yeah it is both what's good and what we're going to talk about in that it came out two weeks ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> on this edition of uh shit you stopped talking about but you know what <laughs> two I, weeks ago I, I will, we're gonna talk about baker four 
I'll, um, I'll probably be watching it uh, two weeks from now uh, for several reasons. One, because it's great. Two, because I downloaded it illegally and I started watching it three days before it came out on Thrasher. Respect. And uh, and I have such a shitty download link that it like took me five hours to download like a third of it. So I watched a third of it. And then I had to wait another five hours and I like actually was like checking my watch. You know, like <laughs> yeah. uh, those are that's real skater hours, right? There. I, I was out to dinner with with some friends and I was like I actually have to go home right now because I think um, <laughs> you're like because I got Baker Four on Kazaa. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it's coming through on my LimeWire. Yeah, and then and dude, I, I sorry, go oh on. go, please, sorry. please, please. Oh, I was gonna say I punished like my friends into watching it. <laughs> They're like, you want to play Settlers of the Catan? And I was like, yeah, you got Apple TV. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then yeah and then I was like yeah it's like a pretty short video I think you'll like the music and it's, it's like, like so fucking long I did, the, like, same, I did the same Baker thing Four to Jess one third of the settlers that's awesome <laughs> I like just assume all skate videos are 15 or 20 minutes now like I forgot it's a Baker video and like yeah. literally everybody's got a clip which mm-hmm. is tight yeah. but like very tight yeah. I also uh, loved but it's a little long yeah but you know that's good because again, that sort of is a pushback against this thing that we always talk about about how like oh there aren't any full length videos anymore and like they kind mm-hmm. of found their mm-hmm. formula. And Why the fuck does everybody keep saying that all right. the time? There's just yes. a full length video that comes out like every month. They're never they're never gonna <laughs> stop. And yeah. if anything, the YouTube algorithm now favors long form content, so we're just gonna get more long videos. Yes. Yeah. Like that's everybody like, watches oh, deep shit. fried, yeah. right? Yeah, it's weird because people will be like, yeah. oh, skaters have like a a. Um, you know, they have like a 15 second attention span, but like, no, they also will just sit through an hour and a half Twitch stream of a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> people sitting yeah. in a living room getting high watching TVs is not going anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. And, all, yeah. and also, like, to for just more generally in terms of how we like um, are entertained, you know, yes, like, there's a lot of Instagram, but there's also a lot of just deeply marathoning shows. Uh, on our computers, so the I yeah, watched, lo- for long- sure, yeah, long form TV contents is going the same. Yeah, it's the same route. Like you'd rather watch a fourteen hour TV show in two days than watch a movie. Yeah, I watched six hours of Watchmen in one day, <laughs> or wait, six episodes of Watchmen. Um, you're you're the you're, you're the watched man, the man that <laughs> yeah. watched. I also think like people like producing full length videos. Like it's fun to build something out with your friends and wait for everyone to kind of contribute and you know i don't know i think that that's not going to go away like the thing that's happening is what's happening in every job where you're just expected to do more you have to do instagram content and you have to do content for each one of your sponsors so that they can like build out a pre-roll and then also you have to film full-length video parts. do you hear that rowan (laughs) do you hear that (laughs) rowan we need a bronson edit (laughs) (laughs) all right Alex, when you, when you show Jess videos, does she get pissed at people skating fire hydrants? <laughs> <laughs> My firefighter girlfriend, yeah, she gets fucking lit. <laughs> um, I actually made her sit through that, and like we were like going to bed, and it's like not super romantic to watch that right before you go to sleep. 
<laughs> Definitely but, uh, not. The nudes just d- dropping out of like a dumpster chute. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin Dolan's like bright red face doesn't you know, get you you're in like, the mood. You're like, no, it's great because this guy almost dies four times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to give context to the video, like a behind the scenes of like who this guy is. And she's just like, I'm going to sleep. Dustin okay, Dolan so shows up and you're like, he's drunk. And he was killing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> The fucking slam of Dustin Dolan trying to frontside grind the rail against the wall at Hollywood Fucked. 12 is the funniest. Uh, like, it is reminiscent of the, uh, who's the guy from The Firm who gets kicked by Casper the Ghost? Oh, Jared Herman. <laughs> yeah, Jared <laughs> Herman. <laughs> he tries to like Nolly Smith grind a, a, a rail, uh, like a, probably like a, whatever, like an eight stair rail, and just looks like he gets kicked by a fucking ghost and like front flips down the set. And that is exactly what happens to, to, uh, to Dolan on that front side grind. He like somehow is, is, gets into wall ride and then just like spins like a, a misty flip down to the bottom <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. stairs. Yeah, yeah. He, he'd been riding BMX for a little uh, while. Dude, his body, man. Oh my God. It's it's no it's no good anymore. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, he's, he's, <laughs> he's got like ma- mashed potato organs or something. Yeah, he's passed his usable service life. He Well, I like that Baker 4 was like literally like a uh, an advertisement for like smoking weed and drinking, but then also like not yeah, at like the same sobri- time. Like <laughs> sobriety. Yeah. 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 yeah Reynolds it was very looks stark. good. Uh, it's just kind of mellowing it out. And then you're like, now what if Reynolds didn't sober up? Let's look at, uh, let's tune into Dustin Dolan for a second. You're like, oh. <laughs> let's tune into Dustin to get the play by play. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Man, okay. I, I Wikipedia this and Dustin Dolan is only like four or five years older than Spanky. Yeah. He's my age. That's Do- Dolan's like 35 or 36, right? He's 39. Oh, fuck. Oh. According God. to Wikipedia, and Spanky's like 35. But, I mean, just, I mean, we have uh, people who are 39 years old on this show, um, or older, and they can, like, you know, put together a sentence and, <laughs> you know, walk around the world like they don't look like, you know, they're literally dying in front of us. When Figgy like helps him up, I'm like, no, dude, like, like get him to the hospital. Like, don't don't get him back up on that wall. <laughs> like, get him out of there. Like, you need to think of yourself not as another private in the infantry, but you're the medic. God damn it, get him out. Yeah, they need to have an intervention. I, though I just love seeing it. Like when he does yeah. the kickflip to like drop down to lip on the the LA high. Even yeah. the slams, like fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, honestly, he killed it. Like, yeah. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I thought he was going to have a clip. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was very, I was very impressed because he was like my idol growing up. Like, oh, uh, I loved his skating growing dude, up. Yeah. F- yeah. Like, I was obsessed with that band, The Stitches, because he skated yeah. to My Baby Hates Me and like uh, Sight Unseen, Unseen, which was the yeah. first skate video I ever saw. Basically, every single person. Bring me another drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, shout out, uh, was it your friend Kyle Haggerty, Alex, that has the off the yeah, roof? Yeah, Kyle Haggerty dropping it off so the roof. Sick. Dude, oh, everyone at, inside Unseen li- has I like, used to live next to that, that wait, spot. The drop in off the roof to board break it inside starts, Unseen is starts, your homie? Yeah. yeah, it starts the Shin song. Yeah. I'm standing wow. up there next to him in a red shirt. <laughs> no no way. way. Yeah. Seriously, everyone inside of scene at one point in my life has been my favorite skater. <laughs> no, me too. Heath Kirchart, <laughs> Dustin Dolan, yeah. John Cardiel, Alex fucking... Tosh what? Townend? Tosh Townend. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, not Tosh. <laughs> Actually, that was pre-White yeah. Dude with Dreads Tosh, yeah, which was, was pretty tight. Dreads, Tosh? Yeah. yeah, Tosh That was, was pretty 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 pretty
I can't no, remember. No, he skated to uh, Jay Maskus. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. He, t- Tell the armoring. <laughs> yeah, it's Tell the armoring. Yeah. Yeah. That whole Jay Maskus <laughs> in the Fog album has been used in skating. Every every yeah. single track. We've used every Modest Mouse song. We have depleted. <laughs> We've depleted our all resources of indie rock. Yeah. <laughs> indie rock has been tapped. It's a, it's like the- We now have to listen to Stoner Garage Metal. Yeah, speaking of yeah. which, like that yeah. was a con- that was something in the text that we brought up about skate video music and the changes in it and how much we're sick of it. I mean, Ted, yes. you guys had some yeah, you covered this on the last Baca episode. Baca to Earth Angel is exactly yeah. what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the music in so Baker Four was really good too. Like incredible. Yeah, yes. Weird. I like that it was a big like middle finger. Like it was literally like dad rock. Yeah. It was great. Thank you, Andrew Reynolds. And yes. also sort of thoughtfully like threw back. Like they had the New York Dolls and they had like Brian Eno. Yeah, yeah. like it looked back mm-hmm. to like earlier earlier versions of that of Baker videos. I loved it. It yes. made me so happy. One thing that was amazing to me is just how old some of those guys are still doing flip tricks down like fucking 10 stairs. Yeah, like, like Zach Allen's like 19 <laughs> or something. Like y'all don't want to get into like tennis yeah. or golf. You're still <laughs> skating a 10 stair. Like, yes. what? I don't know. Like, it's wrong so with you, hard to do that. It. It's so hard on your body. And to see like Ellington or Reynolds who are like, yeah, dude, we're going to drive six hours north. We're going to go to Dolores Park and we're going to skate this 10 stair. Oh, so rad. I loved <laughs> it, man. They looked great, I, I, too. I loved it too. Yeah, it was like amazing, but also just so confusing. Cause I'm just like, dude, Reynolds, you can like do anything with your skateboard. He's like, he looks so great. And he, he had some really, no yeah. yeah, the back 180 switch manual, the three flip up the stairs. But, oh, that was incredible. Um, yeah, you kind of got to just respect it though. That, yeah. The line that uh, I think it was a, came as a little bit of a surprise, but when Ellington did the back big spin and then the switch fronts, I flipped down the stairs, it like brought a tear to my eye. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, we have a soft spot for Ellington out here, though, because because uh, he has a, a wedge tattoo, but it actually says the briefcase in Spanish. <laughs> uh, Ellington used to live out here and he's <clears> from <throat> Alaska. So he and I share something. Yeah, he's he's amazing. He's always been one of my favorites. The yeah. first live backside nose blunt I ever saw on a ledge was performed by Eric Ellington at the courthouse. Spontaneously. No first try. Not filmed. Amazing. Still like, hard to wow. do. Yeah. Like it was just, and I was just like, you know, I'd only seen footage of him and he's always seems rather sloppy in those zero videos, but he yeah. was like skating. This is probably the year 2000. He was skating so clean, consistent, fast, powerful. And I was just like, wow, this dude is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. Alyssa got in there. Yeah. That was super Dude, my sick. favorite Alyssa clip was when she was like, I think she's talking to Andrew and it looks like she's like kicking him out. Yeah, I, I was like, who is this woman? Like, oh, it's Alyssa. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was like, come on, lady, one more try. Also, the, was, the Stella kickflip down the stairs. So oh, that was sick. That was Tom Moll filmed that. Oh. Um, when I was in San Francisco, I like, uh, I rolled up to Baker Beach one day solo because my Airbnb was pretty close to there. Um, and I just showed up and I just saw a fucking... Schmitty and Alyssa just like trying to film a clip and she did it but like kind of was unhappy with it and I was just sitting there like waiting to see if it made it in and it did not and Aww. I was bummed and that's the end of that story but yeah I fucking anytime Alyssa shows up she also has uh, like an article where she just like a little one page where she talks about what she knows about people on Baker and she's like yeah uh, T-Funk's uh, angry guy uh, <laughs> like, she just goes one by one through him and just like just says funny shit about him so yeah, I'm super hyped to see her 
kind of continuing that. What was that? She wasn't really like piss drunk. She was like bootleg crew with them. She was mm-hmm. Warner yeah. Av mob. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> did she? Did she also hang with Six Newell? Was she in that video? I can't remember. Yeah, she she was part of Six Newell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say about Baker Four. Well, video. okay. I th- I think maybe the um the sort of like hijinks and partying versus like oh, clean, yeah. clean and sober thing like could be teased out a little bit more because I thought that that was like this for me was why it's such a universally appealing video I would guess is that like I, I really love seeing like Ellington and Alyssa and Andrew skating on this high level still. And I was like really stoked on Spanky's part and fucking Sammy Baca was amazing. Yes. <clears throat> but then there also does seem to be this, this kind of um, on brand undercurrent of just like kids partying in hotel rooms and smoking weed and drinking beer. And I know that like in interviews and like whatever, like, you know, Andrew's sort of like is very in some ways hands off, like that what didn't work out for me. Let's see how it works for you. Um, mm-hmm. with his like younger writers. And we yeah. so we start sort of see these kids like cater grow up very quickly and very like publicly. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and so that was like a sort of interesting, I guess like friction there in that video between like the kind of young partiers and ragers like Zach and you know, yeah, Tyson. I was gonna see. It's really funny because yeah, like like we said earlier. Uh, speaking of the partying, it's like in the same video you have the two examples of where excessive partying goes and where cleaning up goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I always felt like this is a sort of retrograde opinion now. I don't share it anymore. But when I was younger and I saw people like you know we talked about this last time, but it's like, oh, they get so fucked up, but they get the clips. Yeah. Uh, but when I'm like. Yeah, Zach Allen looks like he's getting fucked up. But what the fuck? Did he just like back when Andy off a curve? What the fuck am I watching? <laughs> like <laughs> just uh, sometimes they're like the attitude. The larger than life party is, attitude. Yeah, but you have to have like train wrecks, like sort of nihilistic assault on handrails to kind of well, that, yeah, Figgy, justify that. Figgy, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that because it's like you have like a tame version of the Vista kid in Riley Hawk. And then with Figgy, you're like, man, you look like you haven't showered in weeks and have been really through some shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and a mullet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he just looks and a mullet. similarly like, to Dolan. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A dreadlit. <laughs> yes. Similarly to Dolan, you're just like wondering what his body feels like, but I love it. Like I, I, oh, I, yeah. I love Figgy's part. And, uh, for me, it's like he's uh, there's like a level of authenticity to his his dirtbagness. I, I was gonna say, Figgy is awesome because he only operates at eleven. Mellow Figgy seems like the worst fucking skating I can think of. Yeah. Um, like if he was like Smith grinding tens, I'd be like, what? I, that would oh, be my dude, least favorite. That three sixty flip lip slide at the skate park, like you know, he does like, yeah. um, oh my God, that was amazing. Yeah. And just the slam and just like, it's just fucking bag of hammers, like burlap sack of hammers crumbling on the transition. But, and pun then, intended. Yeah. And then like, and then presented, it was so sick. God damn yeah. that video. I, but I think like what, what it is, is that I never really bought the whole Baker thing prior to this. Um, mm-hmm. Meaning like, I was just like, ah, this is just for kids. But then you do sort of see that like, yeah, maybe like some of these people will fall through the cracks a little bit, but they also do yeah. have like a kind of network of 
old heads now that are maybe going to be good role models for them, you know, in the sort of like, yeah, I, and, well, and that's cool. I hope so. I mean, at <sighs> the very least, like, you know, progress in skating is like so fucking embarrassing to watch. Sometimes it a lot of times seems like, you know, one step forward, two steps back, but there was not a gay bird moment. So like, <laughs> there's not that, a what? Do you remember in Baker 3, there's just a bird dancing weird and it just says gay bird moment? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was like <laughs> right. the, yeah, yeah, the progress of their editing to focus it more on skating and less on hijinks. It 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 at least kind of omitted some shit that doesn't age well. And that's yeah, like, totally. you know, well, kind of lame thinking back. The other thing, like you know this, Ted, but anyone who knows like a, a lot of people who skate in the industry, like professional skaters knows that it's all just marketing like everybody you could look at like a ledge skater and they could have like an you know a, an addiction to opiates or they party too much or they like black out on the on the weekends and it's like they're baker's just choosing to highlight that to sell it but yeah it's not I, I, it's not uncommon for just like you give young people no structure and paychecks and they're gonna party a bunch and um, I mean, Baker chooses to market that and other companies don't because they're like, oh, no, we want our guy to look like he's the kind of dude who shoots film. Hey, Mark Sushi went to an elite private university, okay? <laughs> okay? Um, but I, one thing I was kind of thinking is that I feel like there's a level of professionalism that is required of young skaters now that is going to weed out the kind of antics that like lead to like crazy levels of burnout. Like I'm I'm skeptical that with the amount of like money that is being pumped into marketing cater and like the the level of contracts he has like you know we we're in an industry where like young hot skaters have like agents and shit and managers it's not the same era of you know the unfortunate case of like Antoine Dixon where I feel like 10 years ago that shit would slide a lot more but now there's a lot of really good skaters and companies are not willing to put up with shit that is like outside the bounds you know like if you're like stealing a car and crashing it into a ditch and you know getting arrested with like three guys on the team like the kind of shit that would go down in the past that stuff is uh i would think way more of a liability and and as companies become more corporate and a little more um you know like obviously like institutionalized like you're gonna see less of that so Reynolds, so, if you're listening, I'm 31. <laughs> I like am pretty good at skating my local indoor park. Let me know. <laughs> did you did you suggest that we talk about Baker so that we could so you could get on Baker? Is that why? Yeah, that was a pitch. Yeah, <laughs> I actually, it's funny. I had a I had a piece come out like last year where I was like just talking about how at 31 I'm I'm gonna try to get on Baker with indoor clips only. That's, I got one joke. It's a good one. You do got to hand it to Reynolds for just managing a company for decades, two decades, maybe? Yeah, two de Baker 2G. Yeah, yeah. two Baker decades that is like still relevant enough to put out a video that is, is like groundbreaking this year. Yeah. Um, that's really fucking hard to do. And so many of the companies that we grew up grow up on are, you know, they've, they've become like a shell of Shit themselves. The and somehow Reynolds is able to just anchor his ship yeah. to young people and keep things interesting. Are you telling me that Baker 4 is more relevant than Doll? <laughs> What's a Doll? That's the last girl video. Oh. <laughs> Point proven. It might be taking that anti-hero model 
and just sort of applying it to like a different type of skater, but also like making it open enough to the, to like the anti-hero type skater too. Um, and, and that seems, and that's in some ways a hands-off approach, which works, you know? Mm-hmm. Kristen, are y'all doing a skate angel this year or are we just doing we that skate after school? We are doing a skate angel in Seattle. We're actually working to get uh, youth from a couple different organizations that we skated with in the summertime, as well as kids that are on our financial aid uh, list. Um, working with those families to see what kids want skateboards for the holidays. Um, and yeah, 35th, uh, shout out Tony, 35th. Um, he's been coordinating a lot of it. And 35th yeah, have, or 35th North? Actually both. So I was just talking about uh, 35th North, uh, Tony, but also Dave um, is going to do some stuff at 35th Ave as well, um, a little bit south of Seattle. Um, so shout out to those guys for being so down with the whole cause. And last year we gave away 25 skateboards. This year we're trying to give away 50 um, so- to low-income kids in the Seattle area. And so if you're listening and you're from Seattle, we're going to do some build days. Um to help assemble the skateboards the 17th of December, 7 to 9 p.m. at the shop, 35th. We're going to build skateboards. So if you want to come volunteer and help build those, if you can't and just want to buy a board, just like they do in uh, the Phoenix area with Cowtown, you can buy a skateboard at the shop for like around 55, 60 bucks. And then all that money goes to just covering the cost of the parts and volunteers will assemble the boards and get them to the kids. So nice. Brad. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, thanks for the inspo. Yeah. Oh, not not our project. So yeah, two years ago, uh, Trent, who is one of the owners of Caltown, which is a kind of major skate shop here in the Valley, uh, he asked us about doing a skateboard angel program. And the first year was super successful. And yeah, again, $55, people can buy a board. Uh, the shop employees at Cowtown who are angels, John O'Neill, Braden, Peaches, Tino, Lucas, uh, they all help put all the boards together um, with our volunteers at Skate After School. And we have about 250 kids in our program. And the last two years, we've been able to get skateboards to every single kid in our program, which is like unreal. Uh, We have had so much support from the community. And I know this year, Trent... uh, ordered something like 700 boards with like the anticipation to give them to all sorts of community projects around the valley um and we gave them a list of like partners and people that we work with but uh yeah it's a super amazing way to change a kid's life uh at, at least with our program like we provide skateboards and safety equipment and ramps um to our kids like free of charge and it's just an after school program so they come and they use it for an hour a week but um as anyone who likes skateboarding knows an hour a week with a skateboard is not nearly enough time and so uh yeah if you want to if you're looking for something nice to do support uh the skate angel program in seattle or support our skate angel program we'll have a link in the show notes it's all over our social media as well um but yeah, I mean, I already have like interviews from kids. We we get, we started giving out boards yesterday. This kid yesterday, um, I asked him how he felt about his new skateboard. And he was like, he's like, I like my skateboard because I started skating with my friend Jimmy Sanchez and Jimmy moved to a different school and I don't get to see him anymore. But now that I have a skateboard, it reminds me of my friendship with Jimmy. 
the sweetest thing ever and i was like i love when little kids like learn all the best lessons out of skateboarding yeah yeah i'm gonna play some fucking piano music under that (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh but um anyways yeah if you want to support if you you have 55 bucks again that's just literally the cost of parts um and crux uh, hooked up all the trucks for uh, I don't know if you knew this Alex but they did all the trucks for all the skateboards Sweet, um, yeah. and their Cowtown Cowtown blanks yeah she knows fucking <laughs> 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 Ron might have helped with that one <laughs> <laughs> well moving on from that note of positivity are we ready to burn it down can I just add one thing too while we're yes. on the subject of like charities and things is that um, I know that everyone is in the midst of like fundraising for their movements and just speaking from personal experience, um, I think I... stickers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm like pretty broke and uh, (laughs) no. um, Last year or earlier this spring, I had the pleasure, I brought this up before, of um, interviewing Amber from Free Movement, who is, of course, at Pushing Borders and everything. And um, that more than anything, just speaking to her, understanding what she was doing both in Athens and uh, with Skate Pal, like really, really kind of like broke my heart open and opened my eyes to a lot of, to the, like how radical skateboarding can be in these situations, you know? Um, So free movement is also, free movement uh, is also in a um, fundraising campaign and they're trying to get themselves a new van and there's a link to their uh, fundraiser on my Instagram. And so I I'll would put that in the notes. Yeah, please. Just because um, I, I really like, you know, it's I don't have the time or probably like ability to volunteer in that way. But I, I think it's a very, very worthwhile for people who can. And I think what they do is really good. Shout out to Amber. Yeah, they're wonderful humans. Um, we, yeah. we did an interview with them that is on the, the Patreon. Um, <clears throat> that reminds me, I have one more too. Uh, I feel like so much of what I do is ask people for money, but, uh, my friend Omar, who is a skater from Olguin, which is an Eastern province in Cuba, uh, is, has been selected to get a full tuition scholarship to a university in Brazil to study architecture Fuck and yeah. hopefully with the, the hope of building skate parks, um, back in Cuba, um, you know, not going to go at length to speak about the problems facing the Cuban people, but Chris and I went there. I, I've been there a couple times. Um, Cuba Skate's a great organization you can support, but it's really difficult for people to even like leave the country. Um, and it's a huge feat for him to be able to get out of the country. Um, and I know that a passport at least is like a hundred dollars and he's got to pay for airfare. And so a friend of our friend of the show has, uh, set up a can't even set up a GoFundMe because they won't work with Cuban people. So they set up a fundraiser through a Canadian website, and he's trying to raise like two thousand dollars to basically just like airfare, food, and uh, non tuition expenses to get out there. And so if you can support that, um, we'll also include that in the show notes. Uh, Omar is an awesome skater and totally deserving. And again, like easy opportunity to just change someone's life. Throw them ten bucks, five bucks. 20 bucks if you got more do that heard well what sucks <laughs> <laughs> ted cue the funeral pyre audio uh yeah i got yeah we make- want some organ sound effects
Who's got I feel like something? you'd probably want to burn down that send Saturday, which is really funny because they misspelled the word Saturday on the clip. <laughs> Wait, is that the is that like Nice's YouTube thing? Yeah, the sec- the secretary thing. <sighs> oh my god! Wait, what was that? How does this shit keep happening? Dude, I don't know. What was All this right. on Saturday? Yeah, there's this goddamn clip of fucking Nija, and it's like a a woman at the spot just like laxing the bench that he's about to grind, and the caption is like Nija skate secretary, and I'm just like, who the fuck thought that was funny? But I'll who, tell you who, who he was. Who's man's is this? <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a fucking bummer. Yeah, God, I'm watching it right now. What the fuck is 2019, people? It's about to be 2020. Yeah, I don't know. I think that just the thing that I would like to get rid of is 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 not having clear like guidelines for for messaging, right? Like if if you're an organization, you're you're segueing into the second decade of the new century. Just uh, I would like some clearer style guides for any organization that puts out words onto the internet. Yeah, and I would say like can can all skaters just understand that that doesn't come from a place or it shouldn't come from a place of like you suck, I fucking hate you. Yeah, yeah. no like shaming, but also that it's not just about having this like perfect pristine image, it's about just being like a decent human being. Yeah. Yeah. Um and like just knowing that like the imaging images and the words that you use or get put out uh create a story. And sometimes create a very negative story for certain people. And I was one of those people, you know, like honestly, when I was 17, like I hated the fact that I was a girl. I did everything to like cover up the fact that I was a girl because like I just knew that I wasn't welcome. And I just knew the way that men talked about women, especially at the skate park when girls would sit at the park and I would have to hear about what sex moves or whatever went down with that girl and how she got with that girl. And, you know, it even it was only like maybe a year ago that I was in a van of dudes and they just started talking about some girl at the skate park and that she had sex with this guy and that guy. And I was like, whoa, full stop. Like, we're really going to slut shame somebody right now. Like, so I just feel like, yeah, it's like funny sometimes. And like, I get that people are like, whoa, we got to take it so seriously. But it's just like, dude, like, just don't be a fucking douchebag bro. If you're yeah. like yeah. anti-jock and you're trying to be this alternative, like rad creative person, then be that. Like, you don't yeah. have to like, be super sexist and just whack like yeah. you just look you're you look stupid now but in 10 years you're gonna look even stupider yeah i i still wholeheartedly believe th- with the uh with the anti-jock sentiment that i grew up with like yeah sometimes i go skate park hero but for the most sometimes part, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're full-time but we uh, love you we're about to be at the park with ted in an hour where he's like ripping his shirt off screaming <laughs> pushing full speed across the park to like, fly you know, out onto a wall with yeah. a bullseye on it just just bragging about your kind of like uh retrograde you know old world masculine achievements is just done like i'm over it so. what else who's got stuff i got a um um, I can t- Alex. I can Ryan. go ahead, Alex, if you want. No, go ahead, Ryan. Yeah. Um, let me take you through a journey of two Instagram posts from the greatest skater of our generation, Tiago Limos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> known for known for his uh, three foot vertical switch three flips. Uh, yeah, this is something that's been bugging me for a long time, and I don't want to single out New Balance Numeric because they're 
I'm calling them New Balance, actually. Fuck that. Uh, I don't want to single out New Balance for for committing this uh, offense for the fucking 150th time. But I thought this this was really amazing. Uh, This is independent contracting in two acts. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, Tiago Limos gets announced to New Balance Numeric. They got a nice shiny photo of him with a weird, uh, blurry, saturated background behind him. Per- nice photo. He doesn't need to do any more skate wise. Um, Instagram caption from New Balance. Welcome to the family, Tiago Limos. Instagram caption from Tiago. I'm with New Balance Numeric, which is perfect because you're not part of a fucking family if you're just contract labor. Like, we need to just dispel with that myth altogether. Um, I get the sentiment that is like, you know, like, you know, we want people to feel welcome and like this is a lifetime thing. It's not a lifetime thing. Like Tiago's just on a what a, he's not even an employee of the company. That's the funny thing. And I just think that, you know, you've seen companies like Element, they're probably the worst offenders of this. Every single person that has been ever been announced to Element has been welcomed to the family and every single one of them is gone. And it's <laughs> like, yeah. Families families do not work that way. You don't just get kicked out. You have to go to Thanksgiving with them even if you hate them. I was going to say <laughs> I, I have I have a 32-year contract with the Schmitzes and it's just about up. <laughs> All I have to do is wear this little emblem on my shirt and uh you know, it's been it's been cool but yeah, no. It's like, yeah, you don't have fucking contracts with your families. You don't have like things that describe explicitly the footwear that you have to wear. You know, it's Well, like- actually in my family you do. We're Jews from the valley, okay? So that's what we <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing is unconditional about the love on the white singer side of my family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah I mean, yeah, it's like, again, you don't need to shit on the companies. It's fine. Just have an understanding that like, look, you're just a writer and you're going to ride for the company for as long as you're performing yeah, you at a professional level and you're endorse their products. But I thought that Tiago's description was just perfect. I'm with New Balance Numeric. Perfect. I'm going to be with them for three years until another company (laughs) offers me more money or until I stop switch three flipping three feet in the air. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's fine. Just have like a good understanding of it. It's, it's totally normal. Yeah. That's great. Alex. Um, I was going to pirate truck culture because I'm getting really into this whole uh, truck thing. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she's like, I've been doing a deep dive of truck culture the last uh, (laughs) month month in my absence of not recording with you guys. Holy shit. People are real serious about their trucks. And uh, I'm, I sit across from independent, which is, um, uh, (laughs) what is it? Fuck the rest. (laughs) I should ride the best. Fuck the rest. And I'm. I heard the <laughs> sign in that office says "fuck Alex yeah, White." It's just, it's just and then, it's just, yeah, adventures, adventures awake. If you could see the images, uh, yeah, the independent trucks uh, family has TP'd Alex's office. That's why she's so upset. <laughs> yeah, just, I feel like looks like you're like hiding in a bunker. I know. <laughs> and what's um, adventures? Uh, is uh, sorry, one second. Venture. They throw pool hey. coping at you. Watch, watch it, Ted Barrow. Every every time Rhino walks by, Alex keeps ducking under the desk. <laughs> but I just think it's really funny because I feel like um, you know, independence like getting into becoming like a cliche of itself, where it's just like the pool dudes, like the really yep. gnarly dudes, and then um, I don't know, like I asked another a kid at the park why he was writing ventures. He's like, I don't know, I'm just awake. 
and then, and then like oh and then Crocs were like we're like they turn and stuff like that's literally our motto so I'm really happy I work for Crocs because we're the one that's kind of just like okay guys chill yeah but uh hey we have a rider we give him a signature truck we pay them money it's yeah. like uh, family, welcome. Uh, excuse yeah. me excuse me but no you also boast the most fire king pins in the game most fire king yeah. pins in the game thank you and not bad for hitting gaps either. I'm just going to start yeah. welcoming uh. everybody to the family, like the little flow rider girls that I sponsor from. Yeah. Welcome to the family of crux. That's a lot of, birth- <laughs> That's a lot of birthday cards. Um, so many. Yeah. Yeah. I think generally like I'll piggyback on that because brand allegiance is kind of uh, wonky in skateboarding. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love it because I love iconography and like the weird abstract ways that we can interpret and attach value to these things. But we all know that like, you know, with trucks, with boards, with anything, like you get used to them in five minutes, you know, (laughs) like, like, like you you could be like, I don't really like a lot of concave. And then you like write a board that has a lot of concave and in five minutes, once you ollie up a curb, you have figured out like that skateboard. Um, So, yeah, but I do think it does create these weird. um, Yeah, I don't know. I I still sort of am like, why aren't I writing indies? You know, like I I like how I thought I looked on that truck, but I, you know, I'm having a great time skating the trucks. I I skate and um, I would have a great time skating any trucks if I'm having a great time. skating. I I fucking grind the the Thunder logo off my trucks. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I also think is kind of weird is like when skaters get like free shit in the mail. And like, it's like a box and they like open the box and then it's like a bunch of like skate shit, like wrapped in plastic. And it's like on Instagram, it's like, like the sound of the crackling of the plastic. And I'm just like, look at this stuff I got. It's like, you realize you could like take the shirt out of the bag and like put it on and then like get a skate clip in that shirt. And I'd probably do the same thing Uh, for your sponsors and you making this corny unboxing Dude, video. you know what's crazy from, from the marketing <laughs> yeah. standpoint those ones that are boxes of shit go on yeah. fire for some reason people love that I shit i don't understand it's like yeah. yeah i think that kids aspire to that's like the dream mm-hmm. it's like to, to get have boxes them. of like plastic wrapped shit <laughs> yeah. that arrives at your door <laughs> yeah your something like almost like elite or something about it like oh you can't find it <laughs> you can't find wrapped uh, consumer goods at the store. No. Yeah, so. for sure. And it's funny the way that like you you get really immune to it. You know, you get n- numb to it in that like skateboards and shoes don't really have much value for me because I've been getting them for free for so long and I'm a total spoiled brat. And I just got a box of of alcohol from June Shine because Nora got me on a uh, she got me sponsored by them and I was like whoa this is awesome like <laughs> getting something for free that yeah yeah it's like yeah or if you get like bread or something like that is or, it alcohol or sort of food, in, in a box like bread. like a Capri Sun or whatever no it's just in a can but Capri Suns and just the, alcohol would be a great idea though I'm so down for that June shine should do oh, a Capri like Sun. White, white, white claw pouch. Oh my God. I'd be so, yeah. I get it. Dude, imagine being drunk though and trying to like stab the hole. Like that shit was hard in like first grade. Oh, yeah. I just get, I, I just get my mom to do it. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Alex, your mom. Your can mom I, has can to I just, party with can you. Can I just yeah. hit you up every time I need one? I'm a mom, so I can be wine drunk and open a Capri Sun for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
done yeah, it before. I just feel like it, it's it's really fun when I when some random company hits me up and sends me a thing that I I'm, I'm used to buying and I'm like, oh man, I feel like a, a king right now. This is great. Yeah, the so slip-on then, pros then are really good shoes. Unboxing videos, though. Of know? course, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. Like yeah. that's the that's the dream for kids. Like, yeah. I mean, there will come a time in uh, probably like a couple years when I'm I'm gonna ask someone for shoes and they'll be like, Nah, dude. And I'm gonna have to go buy them. And yeah, that'll be fine. And I'll I'll, I'll miss these days. Yeah. Um. Ten- yeah. Alex White told me I think like maybe ten years ago he gave me the advice. You were like. Dude, don't feel bad. Just get as much free shit as you can. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. That's stuck with me. Thanks, You're Alex. <laughs> Taught me how to hoard. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, in in a lot of ways too, it like it offsets all of the work that you do that goes unpaid. You know, that's the thing that people don't I feel like they always forget to take that into account is like, you're not just getting free stuff. They're giving you product instead of paying you for the work that you're doing. Yeah. And the product is just the tools of the trade. We're literally just giving you things to do your job. Yeah. Okay. Alex, can you answer me this? Because when I get boxes, Wait, I move my call twice. I have to go. When I, when okay. I get uh, boxes of Crux trucks, uh, it seems like they weigh like 30 pounds. How much is it to send a box of trucks? It's a lot. I'll get like eight pairs of trucks or something and I'm blown away by that. Um, we have like a deal. I think the last box I sent you was like 28 bucks to send or something. Wow. Freight out. I just sent like three to Japan. So that was a lot. <laughs> One to the Netherlands. So yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, did you get E2 on? No, I want to get them on though. I'm going to, oh, um, yeah. I'm trying to hit him up, but it's kind of weird approaching heard- people via Instagram DM. I heard that guy, Ted Barrow just dropped apart. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to flow Ted Barrow. Whether he likes it be, or not, I'll, I'll, I'll be seeing you on the winter break. Oh, well, Ted, I know, I know that I know that you're modest about this, but I think that you have single-handedly done more for venture than anybody outside of Bobby Worst. I, agreed, a hundred percent. If they're not paying you, like I don't know what the hell's going on. They gave me a um, a zipper hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, have you gone? My funeral power is kind of practical. Because I actually will probably have to burn this because uh, my dickies don't fit me anymore. <laughs> oh. And uh, <laughs> wait, what happened? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, <laughs> they like shrunk. I don't know any skaters out there. DM me if you feel me because I swear these dickies were like baggy. Like I don't know, like six months ago, and yeah. now like they're just really hey, the- tight and high around my waist. And I'm like, man, I thought. I don't know. Like, I just thought they looked so cool. And like, I don't know. They were so comfortable. And all of a sudden, I'm like, what the fuck am I wearing? They, like, they Remember that cotton is a component of that cotton poly blend. And cotton shrinks. And poly, like, somehow doesn't stretch. It just, it wears like iron. <laughs> I have that happen to Dickies all the time. And I refuse to believe that I'm getting fat, even though I'm getting fat. Thank you, Ted. I never could handle the starchiness of Dickies. Um, I just often bought pants at Goodwill for five bucks. Yeah, I'm on the Ryan Lake. Yeah, I got to start yeah. doing that. Yeah, housing works. Mm-hmm. Um, word. Okay. All right. Trick tip. We didn't do trick one challenge. last week. Oh, but, but it's front side. Challenge. I just there's that uh, Thrasher video that's uh, of Alyssa's clips from Baker Four, and the screen grab is her doing like a front nose blunt on that quarter pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Which and I'm like, beautiful. fuck. I want to do that. I, honestly, so that's... when you said nose blunt, I just thought of that. Kristen, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Of her doing that and I was like I w- I've never done a nose blunt on anything like that and that would be fun it's these yellow it's these hats, yellow hats that's, yeah that's a good one uh, nose blunt on a quarter pipe nose blunt slide if you're Ted Schmitz um, yeah or like it can be on front a curve. Side. Front, curve front side nose blunt 
Yeah. Front side nose blind. Curve. Unless it's steamer special. Can be stationary. Can be can be slid. Can be yeah. I like Curb, that. Can be can yeah. be ollied over into no slide on a tiny small sandwich shaped flat bar. Yeah. Can be on a bank. Can be on a bank. Yeah. Bank can be on bank. Pro- can be on flat yep. ground. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yep. Okay. Sick. Perfect. Well, love it. I will. Uh, I love you all. Love deeply, you all. And um, hopefully, I'll see you in a couple weeks. Yeah. Thank you. All right. <laughs> it's really funny because we can't see you, <laughs> but <laughs> on ten screen in the dark like, in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you love us deeply, and in in this case, creepily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from the from the shadows. <laughs> all right. Deep creep. Bye, bye y'all. Bye bye. Credit to music in this episode is brought to you by Alana Brine. You can find more of her music at alana.brine on Instagram. That's I-L-A-N-A dot B-R-Y-N-E or naivetracks.bandcamp.com. Logo and graphic design is by Michael Warfel. You can find more of his stuff at Warfel. Dude, I swear, like 20 years ago, even before Ellington got the briefcase tattooed on him in Spanish, August Faller dark slid the wedge hubba. Fuck, I don't know. You might be right, but I'm pretty sure Betsy Gordon filmed every trick that day, and I do not remember seeing a dark slide. No, dude, Betsy's camera died, and Brian Higgins had to film it on his GL1. Remember? It looked all orange. I remember some footage from that day did look a little oversharpened, but I thought that was just the way that Cameron Jimmo edited footage. Yeah, it was a friend trick in Evan Cunningham's part in Dude's Stew 5, and everyone was freaking out because it was better than all of Evan's footage. Okay, I think I might remember. Is that the video where High Energy Skate Crew had the party line at PV High? Yeah, and James Martin showed up Muska doing the gap to Noseblunt, except he didn't have a ghetto blaster. Dude, that was actually a pretty good video for the time. But I still kind of wish that Jordan Galliano had more than just the scorpion on Blockbuster Rail. Oh my god, yes. And remember Chris and Luki took him to the hospital in her Ford Fiesta? God, that sucked. But at least Lars Garvey Lang Peterson landed the Nolly Willie on that same night. And I still think that should have been his ender, but I can't even remember what came after that. <laughs> oh, dude, that trick has always sucked shit. Even Lucy couldn't make it look cool in the Skate Witches vid, which is saying something. Yeah, I don't know if I trust your taste on this one. You're the one who's with Luke Whitford on thinking the dark slide is cool. No, dude. I didn't think it was cool. I just knew Neil Shoemaker would give him shoes if they did it. Wait, I thought SAG was the Vans rep back then. No, it was Neil. And then that person, Sean, who didn't skate but, like, wakeboarded or something. They were actually pretty cool, though. Speaking of Sean, we should ask Sean Doyle about the dark slide, because I think he tried it last week, and there's no way he would have gone for such a blatant ABD. Yeah, but he was just screwing around with Terrence Still and Rooney, filming it on an iPhone or something. Ah, fuck, that makes sense. Also, I just got this text from William Rickman that said August did do the dark slide, but it was filmed on a TRV.